Spinebuster Sports presents The Feast, hosted by Sox Sanchez. What's up, party people? What is up, everyone out there in Feastland? Welcome to The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. Pound cake poo masher to my left. Um, We're taking it old school with that one, right? Invincible cowboy burns to my right. Yeah. So get some slimy meat. <laughs> He'll be joining us later. Don't, don't eat the slimy meat. We'll, we'll get an update from the cowboy. Cowboy. Later. Yep. Welcome back to the feast. Episode 21. Prime time. For, for those who have listened since episode one, we appreciate you. For those who have started listening to episode 20, we appreciate you too. And everybody in between. Yeah. The Dale Jarrett episode. Thomas Guitar. I like your board. T. Gross. Uh, Rick Porcello. That was a good one. Reggie Bush, kind of. I was thinking of him as number five. It was that or Amir Abdullah. Ugh. And Dave Bing for the Detroit Pistons. Good one too. Yeah. Jersey what? retired. Jersey in the rafters. Yeah. Feezy. Sexy. How's it going, man? How's good, brother. Good, man. Good. You know, nice, fun week at work. Fun. You know, getting uh, all set up for. I put the FU in fun. I You do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, got to hang out with you and the missus yesterday for a minute. That's enough. <laughs> and getting geared up for the big third birthday tomorrow or today of my daughter happy birthday kennedy daddy loves you how is she like eight yeah she looks like she's eight going on 27 what cool cool chick she is for sure yeah she does this thing now where she calls me daddy in a british accent because of all the pepper pig she watches that's awesome it's like caputo back in the day yeah (laughs) daddy (laughs) gross yeah it's it's weird. Very nice. Ooh, Odell Beckham Jr. getting the Rams on the board. Ooh, on the board. Yeah, six on nothing. The, L.A. Uh, over the Cardinals on the board on the Tuesday. This Tuesday morning. Yeah, this Tuesday morning. <laughs> Recorded live Monday night <laughs> for this wonderful Tuesday commute. For, yeah, for your Tuesday early morning, yeah. afternoon, yeah. like whenever you want to. Pleasure. Yeah, have a bowl of ice cream. Yeah, pop some, pop your head back, throw some grapes, popcorn. Speaking of popping snacks. Yay. I had like four after work. Oh, I've had like four so far too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, time. Today's. Well, what, what did I do? I didn't do anything. I watched football. Yeah. Relaxed. Watched some Pistons. Yeah. Uh, I believe you told me yesterday you caught up with guy on a buffalo. Oh, I did. <laughs> I think there's three. Two or three episodes, and then there's like one or two, three of episode four, which is like two finishes. It's fucking stupid funny. Watch that noise. YouTube, Guy on a Buffalo. Yeah, watch all of them. Guy on a Buffalo. It's a good, it's a good st- story in like 10 minutes. Yeah. Uh, today's agenda, we're going to talk to the hand with some Red Wings and some Pistons things. Maybe sprinkle a little Detroit Tigers. Little, little young, underage tigers. Yeah. Uh, well, we will talk about 
spreading NFL playoff situation open. Oh, full spread. Maybe talk about Jerry Jones. Oh, I think there might be a hashtag. Not we don't call it a rant. Rant today. Uh oh. Pound sign. Pound sign. Yeah. Is that pound sign you or pound sign me? Pound sign you. Oh boy. Yeah. Maybe. And then maybe a couple predictions. It's gonna be hard to say with this game going on behind me. Yeah. I mean, we do know the winner of this game is going to Tampa. So. Well, so Tampa wins. Yeah. We'll talk more about that later, though. We will. Yeah. Cool. You. You uh, ever get a chance to check up on SNL this week? I watched a couple clips. Uh, the Urkel. Did you watch it? You know? No. I didn't send you any. Uh, they did this, like, cause, because they're doing all these remakes from 90s. There's popping out the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air one. Mm-hmm. They'd already done Saved by the Bell, you know, that kind of stuff. So they made a win of Urkel, like, but gangster shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, like... Uh, Officer Winslow. I'm, like, I'm, I'm gonna have to check that out because I was uh, <laughs> see, I was watching the Bel Air trailer yesterday and was just like picking it apart, making fun of it. While I was like, wait a second, yeah, it was like U.S. the new teen dramedy drama, yeah. Bel Air. Yeah, it was like USA Today says this is the one of the worst com or one of the worst shows you can remake ever. <laughs> what a stupid idea! Oh, that was pretty, pretty sad. Chris Redd was pretty funny in it. Oh, that's great. He's like standing over a guy. He's like. Like, knocks him out, and he's got a gun to his head. He's like, did I do that? (laughs) Oh, man. Stupid funny. Stupid funny. Um, Yeah, the cold open with the Biden was pretty funny. But I was in and out, like I told you the other day. Yeah. Sleepy Soxy. Yeah. That's that's J2. Soxy over here looking like a sexy raccoon. Am I? My hat's off. Scary. (laughs) Uh, would you, would you want to start with uh hand things? You want a hand or you want to spread? Oh, that's your call. Yeah, let's spread. Oh, we're spreading. Full spread. Closing the spread. Opening the spread. Closing the spread. Full spread. Kyle. Yes. NFL stuff? Yeah. Saturday. The Bengals get their first playoff win in 31 years over the Raiders, 26-19. Jamar Chase, nine receptions for 116 yards. Uzma and Boyd have receiving touchdowns, and Burrow goes 244 for two touchdowns. Yeah, um, Vegas got robbed on a couple of situations there. Yeah, it was. Uh, they should have redone that one play with the whistle. Mm-hmm. Uh there is a rule that says if a um, if a official blows the whistle erroneously, the play is dead. The play so. is dead, and redo play play of down. Yeah. So that's the stinger a little bit. Uh, a lot of drop passes by Vegas's receivers, the Raiders' receivers. That I noticed. Well, I mean, Vegas. Vegas made it this far after everything they went through this year, and that yeah. was huge. But. Uh, you know, biggest defense did come to play. They did put some pressure on Burrow. Mixon was kind of held in check. Yeah, I just think there are a couple of, you know, not necessarily clutch, but, you know, third down receptions for first downs to keep them in the game. You know, they lost by a touchdown. So. Yeah. But they had a hell of a season for everything that went down, like you said. Cincinnati's that hot team that we always talked about before the playoffs started of who's going to be that hot team and – Cincinnati's rolling. 
That's true. And they're, you know, they played at home. That obviously was a perfect situation for them. That's a, you know, we haven't won a playoff game in a long time when you're at home and you have a team like you have. Perfect. OJ Simpson was the sideline reporter last time they won a playoff game. Naked gun era. OJ yeah. Simpson. Yeah. Hmm. Well, then Saturday night, Josh Allen Went nuts. turned it on and showed everybody first perfect football game in the playoffs ever. Seven drives for Buffalo Bills, seven touchdowns, leads the Bills to a 47 17 demolishing of the New England Patriots. Yeah, they look good. Yeah, they look good. Clicking at the right time, that's for sure. Another hot team. Josh Allen is, if he can keep it in the six gear he's in right now, could, I think, do a lot of damage, way more than people can think. And their defense plays, you know, decent enough. Keep him in the games. Keep him in the games. If he doesn't make mistakes, they can, I think they can go a long way. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you. And Buffalo. Bu- Buffalo. Josh Allen's my guy in a Buffalo. Oh, <laughs> I wish he was playing the Bengals this weekend so I could say, well, will Josh Allen this weekend say, get out of here, kitty cat. Get out of here, kitty cat. <laughs> Keep the baby on the float. Good job. Oh, we got to put, that one, in the, put that one in the vault for next time. Yeah. Well, the Bills will be going to Kansas City because Sunday night, Kansas City defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger 42-21. to Pittsburgh kept it close to about five minutes left in the – Second quarter, and then Pew. the Chiefs Pew. showed what they can do at any point in time. Yeah, turn up the heat. Yeah, and he didn't. Know, he knew that Big Ben could definitely hold up to what what the offense of Kansas City is going to do. Yeah, it was uh, like I said. T.J. Watt needed five well sacks, five fumbles. I mean, Pittsburgh took seven zero lead on a yeah. T.J. Watt fumble recovery for a touchdown. <laughs> like it saying. was nuts. Yeah, <laughs> and then freaking. Uh, Mahomes just went off. It was, you know, it was 7-7 with five minutes left in the second quarter, and then by halftime it was uh, 21-7. to mm-hmm. And it was 42-7, to I believe, and then Steelers scored two garbage-time touchdowns. And, yep. yeah, I was a little upset because Deontay Johnson was six yards away from getting me some money in my single-game parlays this last weekend. Mm-hmm. But sets up for an interesting divisional round in the – uh, AFC, which we'll cover later on in the show. Yeah, Kansas City. Yeah. Kansas, Buffalo. Kansas City, Buffalo, and Tennessee, and the Bengals. But Real interesting. We're, yeah, we're going to give – we'll have some analysis from myself, Mr. Sox, and the Cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> later on. He's he's doing aromatherapy while listening to – Luke Bryan in the background. Oh, dude, I spent my drive. Somebody? I spent my drive to get my hair cut earlier, thinking of things CB, so we could be, you know, corralling boxes, cowboy Chris Burns or Buster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but on to the NFC. see this week's full spread. The blue. Sunday afternoon, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeat the Philadelphia Eagles thirty-one to fifteen. Bucks jumped out to a 31-0 lead and coast behind Brady, with who had 271 yards passing and two touchdowns. Mike Evans, nine receptions for 117 yards and a touchdown. Gronk had a receiving touchdown. It was business as usual pretty I mean, much for Tampa Bay. All, they were all there last year. Yeah. Kind of just – it's like every team right now don't make mistakes. Um, 
do your part, do your job. Uh, you know, Tampa Bay is one of those teams that they're just going to go out there and do their job and yeah. probably be the most calm team. Brady's done more with less. Yeah. Yeah. So. It'll uh, be. Yeah, who they got? The winner of this game. They right? got the winner of the Cards-Rams game, which oh. just ticking down to the end of the first quarter, it's 7-0 Rams over Cardinals right now. Mm. The Rams have the ball again. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, yeah, it's the Bucks, you know. Yeah, like I said, the most calm and Mr. Calm himself, you know. Yeah. The new joke. Cool he's going to be, he, every game he plays, he's going to be, they're going to be in it. So, yeah, that's uh, 100% for sure. And then Sunday afternoon, the upset that me and Sox predicted last week on the show the 49ers defeat the Dallas Cowboys 23 17. The Niners rush for 169 yards, go up 23 to 7 going into the fourth, but questionable decisions cost Dallas at the end. Sox. We talked about this a little yesterday. Yes, sir. You know, what did you think of the game? I, I'm predictable. I I never have faith in Dallas. I think they're so – Jerry Jones was so in everyone's head. And until he stops going on podcasts and he still says what he says every other week of this and that and – Pressure on Dak and pressure on this, and we're not doing this, but these receivers are not running the routes properly. Like, I don't know, man. I just feel like he's a mental fuck for the team, personally. They haven't won anything. You know, they've gone to the playoffs several times. They haven't won a, got to the conference championship in 11 years of making the playoffs or something like that. Are they really America's team? No, I absolutely not. Not anymore. But I was gonna, I'm gonna wait till when Burns gets on because I was gonna ask him. Like, yeah. no, no, yeah, we'll we'll definitely my question of who who's America's team now. Yeah, we'll get we'll get the question from the cowboy himself. You know, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he loves those fighting uh, Jerry's. But you know, yeah, is Dak a good quarterback? Yeah. Do they have weapons on offense? Yeah. Do they have an up and coming defense? Yeah. But do I they play so. in a weak division? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yep. Do so their their preparation that way. They're playing six games against. Eh, people in your division, right? And I just think Jerry Jones is just a mind fuck for the players on that team. But that's just uh, how I look at it. Yeah. I no, I, I don't disagree with you. Like, Jerry Jones coming out and making comments he does during the season yeah. about the play of his team, that's something you address. I understand he's a general manager and whatever. And oh, no, but sure. But, like, you don't see, like, yes, Dallas has made the playoffs – X amount of times they always seem to be successful in some way, shape, or form unless there's injuries that happen. But when you go, like, in public and say detrimental things about your team constantly, like, you know, address that stuff in-house. You don't see yeah. – you see Belichick, keep, you know, successful franchises, you see them really keeping their mouth shut and dealing with all that stuff inside rather than putting it all out there for everybody to see. I agree. That's yeah. the, my point exactly, and I just think he's a, a mental F to all the players on that team and the coaches on that team and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, not America's team. And I agree because... That'd be Quebec. The 49ers will be going to Green Bay to play America's team next weekend. I wouldn't go that far with that. Saturday night. I was, I was kind of excited it was Saturday night because I get to wear my new oh, yeah. Aaron Rodgers socks to work. Dig it. Yeah. Well, I don't dig it. Go 49ers. 
But that does it for this week's full spread, unless there's something you want to spread on. Um, no, I was going to ask you guys about America's team, so I guess we'll do that later. Yeah. I'm trying to think here, Kyle. Yeah. I got nothing. You got nothing? No. Yeah. 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 Well. What you wearing? What am I wearing? No. Oh, I'm wearing my The Feast t-shirt. Where do we get that from? Where do we get that from? Teespring.com. Teehee? Yeah, teehee. Tee. You want to hear some more? Yeah. All right. Okay. Pause. Hey, Burns, you know where I got this sweet Spine Buster Sports hoodie? Where? Tee. You know where I got this sweet Spine Buster Sports shirt? Where? Tee. Do you know where Socks got his sweet The Feast hoodie at, Burns? Where? Tee. Or his sweet The Feast beach towel at? Where? Tee. That's teespring.com. T-E-E. S-P-R-I-N-G.com for all your Spinebuster Sports and the Feast merchandise needs. No H's. Start. Uh From the pause, you know what I mean? Because I hit pause before and our start. Up, down, up, down. Up, down. Yeah, left, right. Uh, Welcome back to the Feast, episode 21, the Neon Dion Sanders episode. We'll be talking to the hand here in a second. Uh, I watched the roast of some, the back end of the roast of Bob Saget over the weekend. Nice. Pretty pretty solid. I was just wa- ro- watching a video. It was uh, Pete Davidson yeah. responses and roasts. Tearing up. Yeah. He's pretty great, too. Yeah. He opens up with, uh, I don't know what roast was, a Bieber. Talking about Kevin Hart. He's like, hey, look at everybody, Shaq's dick. Yeah. That was pretty good. Uh, what's on any any movies you're looking forward to seeing? Um, Spider Man. No, I think Sex and the City is doing a reboot. Yeah, that's uh. No, I actually started watching Dexter or Dexter. Dexter. Sorry, Dexter. Dexter. <laughs> Dex. You're thinking about Dustin there. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Dexter. <coughs> I watched the first episode yesterday. Nice. Yeah, and then you know I'm gonna float back into. Getting into pro wrestling again. Got to start hitting it hard. We're on the road that le- we're on the road that leads to the road to WrestleMania. There you go. Yeah, Royal Rumble at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Some big surprises, I'm sure, in store. We'll talk about them on the upcoming weeks. Uh, we do need to talk about the fact that uh, Sunday, February 13th, at Main Street Pub Portage, Spinebuster Sports will be sponsoring uh, the Super Bowl party. There, Woo-hoo. we'll have some drink specials, which will be coming soon. We'll be giving away T-shirts and pint glasses and other stuff. You can meet the personalities behind the feast. And we'll be signing waivers because we're very, very sorry. Yeah. (laughs) But we're going to play football bingo if you've never played before. Come out. Check it out. Have a good time. We'll be running some food specials. It'll be a lot of fun. Don't worry. Burns Burns probably won't be there. Burns better show up. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, we were talking about what were we talking about before that? What we were watching? Any movies? I was excited. To oh, see. Yeah. um, Joe's been watching the Superstore. Superstore, okay. Yeah, I watched. NBC. A little, I watched a little bit of the first season. He has been laughing like a schoolgirl. Of course, he on was. The couch. Yeah, like <laughs> priceless. Well, I mean, we remember we got to we had a sweet 
afternoon viewing of draft day yesterday, which was oh, yeah. just spectacular. Yeah, we had to finish, we had to cap that off. I, you know, every time that one scout comes on screen, I have to put my phone down so I can see his just amazing, just um, just wonderful acting out of. Do you know who that guy was? Do you know who he was? It was Bryce Drew. Brian Drew. Brian Drew. Bryce Drew was good too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, fantastic <laughs> flick. Favorite. Nobody went to the poor guy's 21st birthday party, Sonny. Yeah. Yeah, that guy. I just like how like he, like Sonny walks away and then he like kind of walks up hardcore right next to him again. He said, oh, he said somebody shot. sent him a card with $100 in it. It said, take this. Take this and give it to me when I win you the Super Bowl. Ask me who the guy was, Sox. <laughs> Damn it. Who was it, Ralph? <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. Yeah. Um, Kyle. Andrew. There's instructions I'm going to give you. Okay. Well, first of all, once again, we thank everybody for listening. Oh, thank you so much. We have so much fun doing this. Tune in on Spotify and iTunes. Yeah, Google Play. Apple Play. Or uh, not Apple Play. What is that called? Text me and I'll send you an episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot of fun. Um, worst case scenario, look us up on Spinebusters on Facebook, yeah. searching Spinebusters Sports. Yeah. Um, if, Follow if, us on Twitter at, at Spinebuster SPO1. Yeah. Yeah. Pound signed us. Pound sign socks at <laughs> at socks Sanchez. And pound sign me at just pound cake. Ooh. Ooh. Delicious. That's like that one I smell I've said again. Yeah. Yeah. Sweaty ball. Sweaty. My sweaty ball. Yeah. Um But yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah. Well, okay, instructions. You ready? Yes, instructions. Get your finger out. <laughs> Uh, and hit that thing where the music makes your booty go clap, clap, clap for the talk of the hand. Talk to the hand. I guess if you make the booty clap, you're at a biker bar. <laughs> talk uh, to the hand. Talk, talk to the left because I know you ain't right. Which team would you like to speak with about? Speak about first, I believe first this week, we are going to talk about the Detroit Red Wings. The Wingdings. Yeah, Tuesday, the the Red Wings lose a heartbreaker to San Jose, 3-2 to two in overtime. Mm-hmm. Goals for Letty and Bertuzzi. Yep. Ronick with two assists. Bertuzzi and Sider have an assist. Delkovic, 37 saves. Yeah, he had a gross night. Yeah. The Ronick to Bertuzzi goal, like I was talking to you about, was pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, Bertuzzi's rolling right now. Yeah, he really is. Uh, he's streaky. I just hope that now he plays the game where he can sustain instead of being streaky everywhere. Yeah. But I think he's a point point of game for player, and uh, we'll get to Larkin here in a minute. But those, those guys are the engine and the, the brute force, the engine and the gasoline that makes the Red Wings kind of chug. Yeah, well, on Thursday – the engine stalled against the Jets. They flew wow. into town. We lost they three were full, to zero. They were full on fuel. <laughs> they were full on fuel, flying everywhere. Yeah. Kind of a wake-up moment. That's kind of the team that we are, though. We're, you know, we're not there yet, so we, you know, we play these certain, you know, Winnipeg record-wise, yeah, it looks just like us, but they're definitely at a different stage in their, their progression of being an NHL playoff team. Yeah. And it showed. We're, we're almost there. We're almost not yeah. yet. We're not, we're not far off. We're ahead of expectations, I think. It's just we're not there. Yeah. The Delkovich did have 29 saves in that game. He's on fire right now, though. Yeah. And then Saturday, 
Guy on a buffalo. Guy on a buffalo. Came right into Detroit. Yep. Nalkovich had a shutout. Shutout. Yeah, Detroit won 4-0. His grandparents were in the stands. I saw that. First time uh, watching the NHL, him in the NHL in general. And he pitches a, and he a, pitches a shutout. Yeah. Dope. Yeah, so good for him. Yeah. Petruzzi had a goal and two assists. Yep. Raymond had a goal and an assist. Larkin had two assists. Rasmussen and Fabry had goals. I'm a... <laughs> Nemestikov, yeah. Zadina, and Ronick had assists. Yeah. I almost fucked that up. You did it, though. Yeah. Yeah, the, like I said, Larkin number two, he makes that train go chug a chug chug. And then you have, you know, people like Raymond and um, these, some of these guys popping in goals. I believe Bertuzzi was actually on the second line that kind of helped spread out the wealth. Yep. And uh, it looked like it made a difference. Yeah, they were trying to jumpstart the offense, and it seems like it helped. Perfect game, like, as far as, you know, power play, penalty kill, defensive coverage, offensive opportunities, like kind of the all 60-minute game played all year. I think we got another shorthand goal in that game, too. Uh, I can't remember. But Monday... The Red Wings rode into Buffalo. Out of Buffalo again. And beat. For the season sweep. The S words. The Sabre. <laughs> nice. Three to two in overtime. Uh, Larkin had the tying goal and the go-ahead goal in overtime to win the game. Yep, second goal. They let, uh, Buffalo lost coverage on him. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, no uh. What I was going to say was, no, Nemestikov had the short-handed goal oh. today. Or, yeah, Monday. And then Bertuzzi, Fabry, Letty, Sider with assists. Word. Delkovich, 26 saves. Yeah, Larkin was going off the bench uh, for his the second goal for the Red Wings. Nobody covered him. Popped right out front, slapped it home. And then kind of a broken play in overtime and gave it to Letty. Letty gave it back to him, sniped it. Game over. Yeah, the give, the old give and go. The old give and go, as they say. <laughs> He's on fire too. It's good to see. It's good to see him progress. And you know, you forget Larkin's been with the team in like six seasons now. He's only twenty five. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not going anywhere. We'll probably resign him again. You know, he is our captain. We wouldn't make him a captain if we didn't think about the long term effects of being a Detroit Red Wing captain. Yeah. So good stuff. And Larkin is uh, the one Detroit Red Wing named to the All Star team earlier yep. this week. Uh, Raymond is in the last man in ballot. Right. And that ends, well, that will already end by the time you hear this, the feast on feast day, Tuesday. Right. Some good candidates in that group. He's the young and of all of them. Yeah. I don't see him getting there, but you never know. He might be winning people over. I think Bertuzzi would have been in there if it wouldn't have been for his, uh, status. If you, uh, even cider too. Yeah, Cider's no cider for sure. Like I'm, I'm curious to see you know who's gonna win rookie of the year between those two. As I was like looking at uh, statistics, getting ready for today's show, like you know you could see there are a lot of Red Wings starting to creep up in the in the top of the, some of those categories. Like, yeah. and it's kind of exciting. Yeah, finally, you know, it's taken it's been a lot of years of seeing, especially on the offensive side of production, the consistent production. You know, we've had like good starts to seasons, good ending to seasons. Stretches in the middle where, you know, the Larkin line will be on fire and then you don't see him for 10 games. Now it's a little bit more consistent across uh, at least that top line, which I like, and then it's kind of spreading, uh, um, I guess, confidence throughout the rest of the lineup, and it's, it just shows. Yeah, and, I mean, solid goalkeeping by Ndalkovich, letting him get in his groove. You what know? a steal. Carolina, like, what are they doing with that trade? Like, if they, they were going to resign him, so I, I understand, like, they got a pick out of it, but, like, holy crap. 
Yeah. I think that's going to be a huge, huge piece moving forward. Yeah, I agree. He has played solid, and they've kind of slow-started him to the season, and they kind of have let him, given him the keys and just let him roll these last couple weeks. And There's a lot of guys on this roster from, you know, playing in the Detroit, you know, Windsor, Toronto area growing up. Um they're all on kind of this team, you know, Fabry, Batuzzi, and uh, somebody else I can't remember off the top of my head all played in uh, juniors in Canada together. Like, there's all these weird intertwined relationships with each other that are building on the Red Wings. That Weiserman, man, just got it in the noggin. Yeah, and uh, what we were going to talk about, Nick, Nick Lindstrom. Yeah, Nick Lindstrom. Welcome back to the franchise. Uh, you don't know who he is. Um, Boom. Yeah, don't. And I'm, good old number five, not only one of the best uh, um, defensemen in Detroit history, but one of the best defensemen all time. Uh, anyway, coming back to Red Wings as the title of vice president of hockey operations. I'm a, a couple things. I think it's wonderful timing for the sire. The invitation of him ever coming back in some type of role, the Red Wings, was inevitable. It's just on him you know, his term, terms, but wonderful timing. The reason being of all these Swedish defenseman prospects we have in the pipeline in Sweden right now, you know, Lidstrom's not, it's not like Lidstrom's going to come to Detroit and hang out in the front office of Detroit. He's going to be in Sweden doing his thing. But I think he's going to have a lot of influence on these players that we have. He's one of the best players of all time. So have, having that being, you know, Head of your game and your prospect department is going to go a long way, and that's really exciting. And that's why the timing is so perfect because these guys are about to be coming to the United States here. Not if not this, you know, in the spring this year, chance next year. Yeah, no, it's exciting to see them getting the old band back together again in Detroit. Yeah, it's funny, you know, I have all these execs in the league. You know, Brett Hall who was a, used to be Red Wings in St. Louis, Luke Robitaille in L.A. You know, you see all these. It's always it's always fun for me to see players that retire and who's gonna be, you know, what roles of what franchise and this stuff. And it's good to see, you know, Malby still be a scout. Draper's your head of your scouting. You have Pavel Verbeek as your assistant GM. You know, Eisman of course. Now um, Lidstrom back. Cronwall's still in our organization. Like it's, <clears throat> I think prestige wise it goes a long way, and all those guys know each other. Yeah. Um. There's working rapport with all of them. Exactly. And the, the, the timing of the Lidstrom couldn't be better with, like I said, these these Swedish defensemen, especially prospects we have. That Edvinson, who we drafted last year, you know, Lidstrom, we weren't, you know, he watched him play because he was in, that player was in his city in Sweden. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's seen him for a couple of years prior to whatever. And thanks, Intel. Appreciate yeah. you. Strap in Detroit. Hockey Downs riding back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, def- the defensive core next year in training camp, I'm, I'm curious to see who's going to be at least in the prospect tournament and s- see what Swedish defensemen are going to be for training camp. Yeah. It's an exciting time for hockey in Detroit. I get excited real quick. Yeah. Well, Friday, the Stars shoot into Detroit to face the Red Wings. And then Saturday. He winked at me. The Red Wings drive into Nashville to take on the Predators. I don't get that one. Because it's a wheel. 
Yeah, but I thought you were going to print something with Kitty Cat. No. Oh, I should have went with Kitty Cat. Oh, all the Kitty Cats. Detroit's going to go taking a drive down to Nashville. Hopefully, you can say, get out of here, Kitty Cat. Get out of here, Kitty Cat. With a win. Come back. Okay. There you go. (laughs) Moving on to Detroit Pistons. Pistonians. Tuesday, the Pistons suffer their worst overtime loss of the season yet to the Bulls, 133 to 87. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Danny joke on the show. Yeah, I forgot about that game. Yeah. Bay with 14, Josh Jackson with 16. The Pistons shoot 17% from three. Mm. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah, yeah. We keep we just keep compiling these 30 to 40 point losses throughout the year. It's been Yeah, I forgot about that one. Um they should give us an extra lottery ball for each 30 point loss we have. Yikes, we'd have a lot more. Yeah. We'd have a lot, we'd have so many balls. I don't understand these stretches of our defense of how it falls apart that much, but it's hard to say, too, because once you see them down by 20, you're like, ah, well, I'm going to watch this, you know, so I'm that guy. Yeah, no, I I feel you. And then, well, at least Friday we had something to cheer about. It was uh, the Pistons beat the Raptors 103-87. I watched the first quarter of that. Go ahead. Uh, Diallo and Cunningham both had 18. Lyles had 21. Beef Stew with the single single, 1.1 1. 1 assist. Uh, Lyles is on fire right now. Yeah, so there, goes, there goes a lot of Beef Stew's minutes right now, and he's still learning, so it's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, oh, Stu, you know, Beef, <laughs> Stewart. I keep saying Stew now because yeah. Beef, Beef Stew, bro. Uh, Stewart, you know, just because he's not playing that much, it's not going to affect him long term. He's still learning and grinning and all that stuff. But Trey Lyles is on fire, and he's, you know, build him up. So if the phone call for a trade comes on, why not? Yeah, right. So that's part of it. Yeah. Um, I watched the first quarter of that game. Yeah. Hayes and Diallo were, and Cunningham too a little bit, Yeah, were bananas on defense. Yeah, they were getting out there uh, they in were, transition. Diallo had really three dunks well. in the first. He was hopping everywhere. He mm-hmm. had three dunks in the first quarter. He had a nice putback. That's the, I know everybody is probably like freaking about us. Hayes are the answer at point guard. But there's the opportunity of just that snippet of that first quarter against the Raptors that I saw with those three guys being a, an awesome defensive backcourt with Cunningham leading the way and having Hayes. When Hayes has the ball in his hands in those moments of creating a turnover, that's where he looks great. Yep. Those fast break opportunities when he has the ball in his hands, whether he gets the assist or not, on fire. Yeah. I just keep it going, man. Like play defense. And Diallo's all over the place. So like I just I like his energy a lot. I thought he'd be like better almost coming off the bench, but now I really like him in the starting lineup for what it's worth. So there goes Grant. You know, so let's let's start training these chips and maybe get a some picks and like a younger player we can look at. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like the bull bull thing. Wah, wah. Yeah. If if you get you didn't know Troy was void because of a failed physical. Boo. Which has happened before in a trade involving the Pistons when Montiunas we were going to trade for from Houston. Uh, Detroit failed his physical, and now he blames Detroit for, like, ruining his career because of that. <laughs> and uh, indirectly, they're too tough or something. I don't know. Well, I wish I had a booing yeah. <laughs> button, but. What a goon. Well, and then Sunday. Oh, back at it. Yeah, the Suns burned the Pistons, 135-108. Uh, 
Huge Cut. overtime loss. <laughs> Huge overtime loss. Cunningham and Joseph had 21. Lyles had 18. The Suns shot 60% from the field. Yeah, I was watching the first, like, there's, like, two minutes left in the first quarter. They were both shooting, like, 78%. I'm like, oh, boy, that's not a game we want to play. <laughs> yeah, as much as it was good for us, you don't want to play that against the Suns, who I believe had the best record in the West. Yeah, they look good. Yeah. They're, 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 they play good basketball. Yeah, Chris Paul and Booker, you know, yeah. in the backcourt. DeAndre. I'm telling you. What? DeAndre Ayton. Oh, and Ayton. Yeah, he, and he didn't even play against, like, he got hurt. Oh, of course. Like he got her out of back or something. I can't remember. Sweet these these sweet overtime losses. These sweet overtime losses. But I don't know. I still I want I want to see Hayes kind of go nuts. Yeah. In the second half of the season. Right. Still a lot of games left. Yeah. A lot of growth. A lot of trades to be happening. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. Let's do it up. We start a four game road trip this week. Mm. Tuesday tonight. Pistons are at Golden State, which should be another great overtime loss. Yikes. Thompson's probably lighting it up again. He's yeah. been playing about 20 minutes a game on the way back. So Yeah, Steph will be, probably be Steph. Jordan Poole will be in Jordan Poole, Wiggins. Yeah. It should be fun. Wednesday, the Pistons take on the Kings. Oh. Yeah. Get, I was, you're going to be knighted at you're the Kings. You're be with the Kings. <laughs> yeah, I, that one was a tough one. That, there's another team. Of, oh, they're going to somehow blow up some weird veteran pieces like Harrison Barnes and uh, – I'm blank. Or is Burns when I need him? Uh, but he healed. Mike Conley? No. He healed, I was thinking. Yeah, healed, yeah. But for those on the trade market. Yeah. And then Friday, the Pistons go to Utah to dance with the Jazz. Jazz, jazz Use your Jazz hands yeah. for some steals. Yeah, jazz, hey, give me the ball. They, they, they just won last week against the Jazz. It could be. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Uh, I, they got, I think they got to start. As much as I think they're trying to progress on offense, start hammering home like hey you're gonna be a defensive team because i think they're a defensive team we're yeah. good um i don't know we'll see a lot of games left yeah and then sunday the pistons will be mile high in denver to clash with the nuggets nice yeah that's nuggets will probably whoop our ass yeah in overtime yeah <laughs> in overtime it's sweet another sweet 30 point loss in overtime hopefully hopefully it's like 20 yeah well, that does it for the Pistons. And then some quick Detroit Tigers news. Uh, Detroit signed 16-year-old Javier Osorio, shortstop, out of Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Number 13 MLB top international prospect and number 10 Baseball America's international prospects list. Yeah. Yeah. You never know these youngins. Yeah, adds to a, a slew of young international prospects the Tigers have signed over the last yeah. – Three to four years, and you, you always hope you get your next Miggy. Yeah. Uh, somebody on Facebook was talking about this. They were talking about um, he's made a quote about his about his son. I was always working hard. Don't doesn't matter, you know, if who you are at fourteen or sixteen. You always got to work hard. And he brought up Freddie Adu, the soccer player, when he was you know playing in the MLS when he was like fourteen or fifteen or sixteen or whatever it was, and next U.S. You know, soccer player, and he was a bust. Mm-hmm. So I, now it's like I, you know, we were talking about scouting, scouting yesterday, and how it's kind of like one of my favorite things to do unprofessionally, right? Um, I'm, anyway, so anytime I hear about these prospects who are sixteen, it's like they still have a good 
year and a half to three years of maturing in their body still. Right. And can completely develop into something attribute and tool wise. You know what I mean? And that's like how do you how do you get your how do you know that the, what their top ceiling is as a sixteen year old is what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just like you just just take a chance saying, Well, they're cream of this crop and they've been on a good team and whatever and they're getting they're getting the opportunity because they're one of the best youngins in the like, foreign country. I don't you know what I mean? It's like that not potential. It's it's a gamble. I don't know. I just it's weird to me. Give you know, you, like I was thinking about it even hockey. You know, you see, I I watch all these mock drafts for like years previous before they're draft eligible. You know, so I'm looking at drafts of 2024 right now and things like that. And it's always funny to right. look, look back at them. And you see all these players just like you see this one guy who's a little shit, and then suddenly he's in the second round. It's it's because everybody's going to change still. Well, and they're still like they're still it's learning a, f- a lot of aspects of the game, and it's just a phenomenal. It's just a phenomenal thing for me to watch. Yeah, like this kind of stuff is purely based on like I the article I was reading raw was being raw, raw, right? Like bat speed and yeah. just like physical yeah. prospects. Like yeah, that's what you kind of got to go on being. Yeah. But those could easily change. Yeah. You like, know, it's just funny. It's it, it's cool if you got made. Like, I'm sure Adam Dunn had great bat speed, but he couldn't see a ball half the time. So, yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah. So, I it's just, it, make, it made me think of the whole, prog- like, the whole progression of being a prospect is interesting to me. Well, it's just, the, you know, and fucking going high school to NBA. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And it, but it's just like, even when you get to that point, you, your percentage of making it to be a top tier on a major league roster, whatever sport it is, is like not that high still. Right. You know, it's just, you know, you can have 30 prospects in your pipe, pipeline, but it's always funny to see what kind of these kernels are going to pop later or pop sooner. And it's, it's fun. To, it's fun to watch. Yeah. I love this shit. Oh, it's what I was trying to say from the beginning. And I think I went on a, Socks vibe there for a little bit. It's okay. Thanks, it's okay, Socks Sanchez. Thanks. Thanks, Kyle. Did you enjoy your super wild card weekend? I did. I bought four brooms. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. For sponsoring the show. T- teespring.com. Teespring.com. You're the feast. Yeah, the brooms. feast. Coming soon. Yeah. I hope not. That'd be funny, though. No, they're not. Um, what, anything, yeah. what, what, any other prospects? I thought we signed like a couple, didn't we? Or no? We did. We signed a couple, but that was the only one notable. Like that they were typing. Yeah, we. You know, like I said, we've signed a couple of the top international prospects over the last couple of years, and it'll be interesting to see. Like, couple one guy finished a MVP of the Florida Indoor Baseball League or something like that. Nice. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the way things are going. A uh, little update on the Super Wild Card Weekend finale game. Going on right now, the Rams are up fourteen to nothing mm. with about eight minutes left to go in the second quarter. A lot of game left. A lot of game left. Could that, be interesting. That defense, I'm telling you, that defense, defense, pence, yeah, deep, deep defense, deep pence. The defense, the deep defense. Uh no, if the defense plays well, I think they have a good, great shot. Yeah, should be interesting to see how the rest of this shakes out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Stafford does win a Super Bowl. Wouldn't that be crazy? Oh, makes me sick. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Uh, up next, we're going to. Poetry Corner. Ooh, you want to do one? Oh, yeah. But first, you know, 
I always, at the beginning of my week, I always get really sad. Because, Why do you get sad, Kyle? Well, I mean, you know, there's just not much left to do. I'm here. Yeah, I know. And then. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. And then Tuesday happens. What's Tuesday, Kyle? Feast day socks. Feast day. Feast day. Well, let's get happy. Let's get happy. Hey, I want to, after this, I want to see you dance with your shirt off. Maybe. Just socks. In in shorts. <laughs> Go. Hi there. Ever think, hey, why do certain days have certain nicknames? Like Wednesday being hump day, and Friday, and Sunday fun day, and even Monday has the case of the Mondays. Ever think, well, what about Tuesdays? Hi, I'm Sox Sanchez, host of The Feast. Tuesdays can suck, but they don't have to. Every 8 a.m. we drop our podcast called The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. Talk about Michigan sports, a little bit of comedy. We throw some poetry in there as well. So after you drop the kids off at the school, or maybe when you're doing your hair and makeup, maybe even doing your poop routine, give us a listen. Grab a cup of coffee. I just want to warn you, you might piss your pants because we're awfully, awfully hilarious. So every Tuesday, listen to us on all major platforms. The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. Available on all major podcasting platforms. Thanks for listening. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Welcome back, everybody, to the feast. Brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. Uh, we're Spinebuster talk- Sports. We're going to talk about some uh, playoff predictions here in a second. A couple of things. Uh, last week, the Mifids didn't have such a good uh, good week on, on the, oh, on the dark front. Uh, Dan did get another uh, hat trick. I think it was like his 11th career hat trick. Yeah, I know. He has all the st- stats. He carries around a little book with him. Yeah, we're not we're not keeping score here at the Feast. Yeah. It was weird. The other day at work, Dan was cooking and Nicola was there managing. It was like, you know, old Old days. school. Yeah. 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 Mm. Mm. Uh, I would like to congratulate uh, old Kalamazoo Wings goalie Joel Martin on the ECHL Hall of Fame inductee over the past weekend. Yeah. Uh, Congratulations. Had a couple stunts with the K-Wings. Uh, won a, a Colonial Cup with them back in the day. I can't. I don't. I don't have the, all the figures in front of me. Uh, played a couple different leagues. Uh, almost made it to the NHL. Uh, good. Back in the day when I was first in with Kalamazoo, he lived in my same apartment complex, and he was a cool guy, man. Uh, one, oh, one, of, one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. Um, he, weirdly, he actually gave me like some like old hockey like sweatpants, and I still have them. Just like like it's those black and white ones I have. Mm-hmm. He's just like one of the nicest guys I've ever met in my life. Um, my, so congratulations to him. Um, awesome dude. So he's he is actually assistant coach with the K Wings right now, oh. or the Kalamazoo Wings, not the K Wings. The Kalamazoo Wings. Kalamazoo Wings. So, uh, like I said, congratulations, congratulations to him. And then. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. I just got some some lyrics I got to throw out yeah. there. You're trying to get poetic. Yeah. For all the ladies. Spinebuster Sports presents Poetry Corner with Sox Sanchez. I can't get any rest. People say... I'm obsessed. Everything you say 
is lies, but to me, there's no surprise. What I had for you was true. Things go wrong. They always do. She drives me crazy. Ooh, ooh. Like no one else. Ooh, ooh. She drives me crazy, and I can't help myself. And that was Poetry Corner with Socks Sanchez. Welcome back to the feast. That was uh, Finding Cannibals. She drives me crazy. Yeah, I didn't know they were part of the English beat or the beat, you know, from back in the day. But they are. That's something I learned in my mid-30s. The more you know. The more you know. Do, the do, do, the yeah, the feast. The feast edition. Uh, coming up, play off some playoff things uh are we as our guests ready yeah i think we're gonna bring in the crushing boxes cowboy mr chris burns gentlemen how are you tonight i'm, I'm good better how are than you? you are apparently yeah slimy butt yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> god you have, uh, to, you're to, right, you're have to put on like eight of dash's diapers yeah like we got those those wipes handy <laughs> very right. handy <laughs> all right how was your week, Cowboy? Uh, it was all right. I mean, I, I can't complain. Um, we had a good weekend. Finally got the Christmas tree down. Um, that was probably the highlight of the weekend. Um, went and played a little bit of golf, actually, on Saturday um, at the range. And, yeah, it was a good weekend. Hot. Yeah. So, uh, what did you think about the uh, wild card games this past weekend? Um, some really good games, also some some horrible games. Um, a lot of, I guess, what I expected out of Buffalo, uh, who I think was the most impressive team. Um, very excited for the Chiefs Bills matchup coming up this weekend. Um, I thought Joe Burrow looked good. The Bengals looked good. Uh, it was. It, it was a good weekend of football. It was. Socks, I believe you had a question for the Cowboy himself about. Well, you know, the 49ers won. The 49ers did win. Yep. Um, I shouldn't have switched that pick. Yep. Debo. <laughs> uh, anyway, Debo is a monster. We're talking about Cowboys, and I, I, you weren't on air yet, but I ranted about. Uh, how Jerry Jones is a mental fuck for his team. Yeah. Uh, long story short, uh, they always say America's team, right, with the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. That has to be gone. Do you agree? And if you agree, who should it be now? Who do you think it should be now? So do do I agree? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh, do I think it's going to happen? No. Yeah. Um, no. I, I think that that's just always going to be what they're known as. Um, I, I think if it would have happened, it would have happened with the Patriots for all these past 20 you, years, you, right? You would think so, right? Tom Brady is America's golden child, yeah. and you would think that that, that would have been adopted at some point for them if it was going to go anywhere else. Um, so I just, I don't know. I just don't see it going anywhere. Okay, so for shits and giggles, let's say it did go somewhere. Who? What team would it be? Oh, boy. Ah, um, gotcha. <laughs> Um, say it. The no, the Raiders maybe now that they're in Vegas. Well, that's a stretch. 
I mean, the Steelers, they're kind of that love-hate team where they have fans all over the Kyle place. Kyle wants but, you to say Green Bay like a jackass. Oh, it's never going to happen. Never going to say Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, you know, this, I the Steelers, I, I can, you know, you always can throw the Steelers in the pot and the 49ers in the pot, probably because they've won. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if Denver ever became successful for a longer period of time, I think Denver could be one of those weird teams like that. Agreed. Um, yeah, you know, it's. I feel like they should pull the court on that. The but Dolphins. The Dolphins, yeah. <laughs> the Jaguars. <laughs> I mean, Steelers would probably want to be a bad choice because they've been in it for the last, you know, 30 to 40 years like the Cowboys have, but they just right. happen to win. Exactly. Yeah, so that's I think that's a pretty good choice. You know who's been doing it for a hundred years now? Who the Green Bay Packers? Uh, hopefully, Kyle has the next topic, and, and he's in control of the buttons. Man, it's going to be an awesome show next week when Fox's uh, early season pick, the Forty ers come out of Green Bay with a W. Yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. But <laughs> first on Saturday. But. 4.30 on CBS. It's the Bengals versus the Titans. The Bengals did lose defensive tackle Ogunjabe and may lose Trey Hendrickson with a concussion who had 14 sacks and three forced fumbles this year. And the Titans should get Derrick Henry back. Mm. Sox, what do you think about this game? Well, I can only pick an Ohio team for one, one win in the postseason. So I'm definitely going Tennessee. Uh, you know, if Derrick Henry comes back, he's probably not going to be, you know, full load. But it is Derrick Henry, so you could say that he probably will get a full load because he's an animal. Uh, I think Tennessee's defense can, you know, slow him down a bit. But I think they have enough offense to overcome Cincinnati's, you know, mediocre defense to win that game. Chris Burns, what are you thinking over there in uh, on on the phone land? On the phone land. <laughs> yeah, what, what's over up, there on the ranch? What, what's what's up with your live, cell tower? Live from the ranch, <laughs> the cowboy. Yeah, let's hit your tower up. Let me hear your tower um, ding. Socks, that was fantastic. Uh, um, work with how you just described that game, in my opinion. Um, I'm glad we called you. Yeah, thanks. Mm. I think it's an entertaining game, right? Um, yeah. I think that it, there's. There's a lot to like on both teams. Um, I would agree with you that I wouldn't think that Derrick Henry would get a full load, but now I'm, I'm watching the Rams game right now, and Cam Akers, who is just in his first game back off of an Achilles, has 10 carries for 36 yards in the first half. Yeah. Um, so, you know, maybe maybe it's something like that where Derrick Henry comes back and he's just ready to roll. Uh, and if that's the case, then then – you know that's a Tennessee win. If he's if he's not carrying his full load, I think the Bengals have a shot back game. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. I think Henry though is one of those. Obviously, he runs hard as hell, but he. I think he's also a team player, and he's gonna. If he's if he's healthy enough to make a difference, he's gonna play. He's not gonna shy away from that. Uh, even if he gets twelve carries, that's huge. It is. It's it, that's absolutely huge, and I mean. Deontay Foreman has been playing yeah. very well in his absence. So it's not like, you know, if, if you can get Henry in there for 12 carries, you're, I mean, obviously you're losing a ton going to Foreman, but it's not like he, he's probably one of the league's best backups. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know. An interesting game. I probably picked the Titans. 
but in a very close game. And, you know, it, most of the time we get the good Tannehill, but it, every now and then you see the Tannehill that comes out and throws three picks in the first half and can't can't hit anybody. And if, if that Tannehill shows up, then the Bengals win the game. Yeah, but I also have a weird feeling, too, that, you know, Burrow deserves to have a not good, well-played game either. He's yeah, due. He's, he's due. And, you know, Tennessee, it's not like they have a – a, obviously a bad defense you know they're a variable coach team they're gonna be prepared yeah so yeah interesting yeah. matchup for sure kyle rex ryan called joe burrow the next tom brady this weekend well he, at least he didn't say yeah, sanchez rex yeah rex ryan thought mark sanchez was the next tom brady at one point john who has more playoff wins than the cowboys do in the last 25 years that is so funny it was like mark sanchez um not Flacco, Trent Dilfer, Brad Johnson, Brad Johnson. Some it was wild. Yeah, that's a list. Yeah, uh, I tend to agree with both you guys. I think we're friends. That's why yeah, we are. Uh, <laughs> I think Cincinnati has a pretty uh, decent chance if they can get out ahead early. But if Tennessee can run the ball, and even if it's you know a nice division between Foreman and Henry. They can. Well, we got to remember too. Cincinnati's a young team. Not to interrupt. I'm sorry. No, and no, they are. But you know, losing their defensive tackle and potentially not having Trey Henderson this yeah. weekend is going to be a huge blow to them. But you know, anything can happen. We've seen crazier things happen. For sure. For sure. Yeah. You know, young team pride. Yeah, for sure. So then Saturday night, eight fifteen on Fox, we have the matchup. It's the 49ers versus the Green Bay Packers. Mm. Green Bay defeated San Francisco week three, 30 to 28. But on the other hand, Aaron Rodgers is 0-3 all time against San Francisco in the playoffs. Chris Burns, what do you think? Another really entertaining game. I'm I'm really excited for this one. Um, Debo is just an absolute monster, and I don't know that you guys I say you guys like you're the Packers. Uh, I don't know that the Packers can stop that. Uh, but can Jimmy G play a mistake-free game? Um, and will it even really matter? Because will Aaron Rodgers just go off and be Aaron Rodgers? Um, I, I have to probably pick the Packers because I, I picked them preseason, and um, I can't go back on that now. But I think it's going to be a great game. No points. No, I tend to agree with you, uh, Cowboy. It's, you know, the one thing I worry about, and I've been worried about the last couple of weeks, is Green Bay has been having issues with their rushing defense, except with the exclusion of the game against Minnesota, but they were up early quick, and Sean Mannion was at quarterback. So, But, you know, San Francisco pounds the rock, and they designed packages for Debo Samuel that could be interesting uh, Nick Bosa could possibly out be out with a concussion this weekend, so that helps in Green Bay's favor. But uh, I think uh, you see a steady dose of Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon to with Green Bay's offense and Rodgers doing what Rodgers does best. So keep him in the game. I see Green Bay winning and hosting a NFC Championship game two years in a row. It, in Lambo, so. Question for you, both for, of you. For both of us, yes. Both of you. 
could you survive Debo Samuel running full speed through you? Uh, at this age, no. Dude, I can't survive with dairy running full speed through me. <laughs> well played. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Debo is such a monster. It's so fun to watch that dude play football. Uh, I, that was my the game, that was the game I enjoyed watching the most this weekend because just watching him just destroy people and dominate games in so many different ways is really fun. We got into uh, we were going back and forth in that game. We uh. Uh, draft day was being was on TV. I was over at the boys' house yesterday, and we got sucked into a viewing of draft day. So hard not to get sucked in when draft day is on. Yeah, I mean, just stellar acting. It's amazing mm-hmm. that it didn't have multiple Academy Awards. <laughs> Kevin Costner at his finest. Yeah, you know, I mean, you love you love some Kevin Costner. I do. You know, uh, give me more Yellowstone. <laughs> the cowboy and his Yellowstone. Yeah. Uh, Sox, 49ers Eric and Packers. Friday. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of the gold rush, the 49ers <laughs> are going to strike gold against the Packers this weekend. I think Jimmy G will have a mistake-free football game. Will he have any touchdown passes thrown? <laughs> Maybe not. I think there might be a defensive touchdown. I think it will be not a high-scoring game. Um, Nobody can control Debo right now. You still have Mitchell, who's running the ball effectively as well. Um, one underrated part of Kittle's game is he's an excellent run blocker. You know, if Jimmy G just uh, protects the football, it could be real interesting. Maybe maybe Aaron Rodgers gets a little tr- trigger happy. You just never know. But I, I got to stay with my balls and 49ers, cold rush. Like that, nugget. You like that, you nugget. Jesus. Well, then on we're on to Sunday's games. Tampa Bay will be playing the winner of the Cardinals and Rams game, which right now is going into halftime with the Rams up 21-0. They will be playing Sunday, 3 p.m. on NBC. Yeah, the Rams beat the the Rams beat the Bucks earlier this season. Kyle, you start this one. Yeah, I'll start this one. Uh, start it up. Start me up. You know, I'm I'm kind of blown away right now looking at this Rams game. I didn't think uh, Matt Stafford really had it in him. Mm. Uh, the Rams did beat the Bucks 34-24 in week three. Mm, long time ago. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it's going to be change of scenery. That game was at home. Back in week three, this game's going to be on the road. And, you know, Tom Brady's done more with less in his history. So, and that defense is, uh, defense is playing well. It's going to come down to it, it. The weird thing is, I think it's going to come down to Tom Brady's arm down to versus Matt Stafford's arm. And I don't think you bet against Tom Brady in that. So, there you go. Chris Burns. Rams. Um, no, but I think the Rams win that game. Uh, Matthew Stafford is ready to make, take the next step. I know the narrative this year and, and some truth to it that he hasn't played well in primetime games. He's kind of shutting that down, uh, as we speak right now. Um, uh, assuming that they hold on and win this game up 21 nothing at halftime. Um, 
but I think that he's ready to take the step and what better way to take it than beating Tom Brady. And so I'll take, I'll take the Rams in that game. Arizona. No, I was kidding. <laughs> um, we're talking about, we're talking about this and I guarantee you like tomorrow, this is going to go out. And everyone's going to be like, why are they talking about the Rams? Like it's going to be Arizona. It's yeah. Arizona we're, in the game. We're going to have to do a correction episode. <laughs> All phone calls. That correction. <laughs> Uh, I if the Rams do win, I will say the Rams not because of Stafford, not because of Brady. It's gonna be come down to their defense. Um, I, I still thrive on what what they have on paper, and uh, against somebody like Tom Brady, you have to all show up and uh, make a difference on him. You know they got Von Miller for a reason. This is what you get paid for, buddy. Put Tom Brady on the ground. So I'm picking Rams. All right. What a boost. For the Rams to get Cam Akers back, yeah, such a playmaker. Yeah. Oh, and Eric, and, and Eric Weddle, yeah, um, just a big difference going into that Bucks game. Uh, they'll and I think questionable whether Leonard Fournette is back. So yeah, so well then, but just in case, Arizona, <laughs> the Cardinals all day long. Uh, Sunday, early evening. 6.30 on CBS, the Bills will be in Kansas City. The guy on a buffalo Bills to slap some kitty cats in Kansas City. Yeah, Josh Allen <laughs> riding that buffalo. Josh Allen is Sox's guy Keep, on a keeping, buffalo. Keeping that football afloat. Good job. Um, <laughs> uh, we talked about last week Josh Allen being a maniac. He's playing in sixth gear right now. This would be the game for him to be a maniac, and if the guy on the other side is also a maniac, this could be a, probably the the most exciting game to watch. It'll be enticing to watch all the other games, but this one, as far as if you like offense, I feel like this could be the game of the weekend where it kind of goes, if it does go nuts, bananas. Yeah, Bills won back in week five, 38 to 20. And I'm picking Bills, by the way. Yeah, I uh, also am taking the Bills. Uh a big Josh Allen fan, been riding that train. He's had a couple hiccups along the way, but I think they're putting it all together at the right time, and uh, they're going to go into Kansas City and, and and punch them kitty cats right in the mouth. You know, I hope they. I hope it's. I kind of hope. I hate to say this now, but I kind of hope it's Bills and Bengals so we can oh. do this all over again. Oh, dude, I cannot wait. I'm I'm finding the guy on the Buffalo music and putting it on the SD card this week so we can have it. Yeah, just Josh. Get, Josh Allen, down on a buffalo. <laughs> I, like the, I like the in between when he goes in the state where he's like, get, get, uh, 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 yeah. get on a buffalo. Anyway, uh, <laughs> go ahead, Burns. Bills for us, I guess. Yes. Uh, America's team, the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I wonder if this could be brought up again. Uh, I'm riding my home. Love the Chiefs. I know the Bills are going to be the popular pick. I'm sure they're going to take all of the money in Vegas, um, which saved the public. Chiefs, baby. Yeah, I, I think you can. Does the game can go either way? Uh, at the end of the day, I think you're going to get a fantastic football game out of it, though. Yeah, regardless. I'm so excited. It's another so excited to watch that game. It's another Mahomes Allen matchup that. Uh, we could be seen for years to come, and yeah, this that's be the new Brady, the new Brady Manning. Yeah, you know, if Lamar Jackson get his act together, it'll just be it's, it's starting to get good with some of this young 
guys coming up. No, we'll get that. We'll get that sweet Rogers Stafford matchup in the NFC Championship. Yeah, Rogers Brady. Oh, <laughs> suck at Grappolo. Sweet. <laughs> I really don't want to watch Rogers and Brady in the fucking championships again no. at no. all. No. You'd rather watch Garoppolo and Stafford. Garoppolo uh, and Kyler Murray, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I would love to see. I mean, a 49ers, Bills, or Chiefs Super Bowl would be cool. Yeah. I'm telling you, wasn't the 49ers looking more fun now? I'm just glad it's 49ers look pretty fun. I'm really glad Sox keeps dropping the Cardinals references in there just in case they just, come back just, and win. Just in case, you know. Yeah. Kyler. <laughs> Kyler Holler. Remember what I said? Remember what I said the Rams, but I really said the Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Just kidding. Well, boys, that's all I got. That's all you got, Burns. But um, we talked to you. I messaged me about that. Uh, I saw the Bulls lost by a lot in overtime against the Warriors. Yeah. Big time, big overtime, big overtime game. Thirty-two or something like that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, you they, miss- To be fair, they they're missing Zach Levine. Yeah, he got hurt uh, in the beginning of the game, right? Yeah. Um. So they've been playing pretty pretty poorly without him, uh, which is fine for now. Just get your bad games out of the way. It's a good time for it. Word. He didn't hurt his knee too bad, which is good. He they said he'd be back. I think next week. So. Cool. Kyle, you got something you want to bring up? No, I was just, you know. Oh, I thought you were. Oh, that's for. For what? Next week on The Feast by Spinebuster Sports. (laughs) More brooms, baby. We will have divisional coverage of the NFL playoffs. We'll talk to the hand. Mm. We'll have our conference championship picks. And we will discuss the 2022 Royal Rumble. The 2022 2? 2022 Royal <laughs> Rumble. Ooh. The Cowboy will be back in studio, hopefully. Yeah, as long as he doesn't have the slimes. <laughs> Is that what the young kids are calling it? The slimes? Yeah, uh, yeah that's that the lingo these days. Yeah, I don't know. That's what the... Hey man, I got the slimes. Uh, Kennedy just goes in the corner and screams. I've <laughs> <laughs> been there. Uh, Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Big E. That's is that still somebody? Yeah, that is still somebody. Good for you. One for one. Yeah, there could be a big. You know, who knows? We could have a big surprise. Like Cody Rhodes. Oh my goodness! Wouldn't that be something? Was that weird? Are you, are you surprised that I knew that though? No. Oh, are you have faith yeah, in me? Little, I I am a little surprised oh. at that, but it's I was like, like, man, I pulled that out of my ass. I have more. <laughs> I was like, I have more faith in you than you have in me knowing hockey players' names. Hey, that, hey practice makes perfect. Yeah, sometimes. Osterle. Yeah, Osterle. <laughs> Nemestikov. Nemestikov. Nedelkovich. Dylan Larkin. Dylan. From Hermes handbags. <laughs> Burns, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry you couldn't be here, buddy. Yeah, that's okay. I am too. I uh, appreciate you guys calling me in. Yeah, that's yeah. that's isn't it fun? It is fun. We'll uh, switch up. Yeah, I mean, don't expect to be doing it all the time. Uh, no, I'll yeah. be back. That's okay. Um, Nick Lidstrom. 
Nick Lidstrom. What a hire. Isn't that a great timing? Yeah. Love it. Love it. The Detroit Red Wings 2023 Stanley Cup champions? Um, mm, no, 24 maybe, though. Or we start rolling by, you know, 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's, we're, starting to, we're starting to get that core and starting to be more consistent. Love it. Yes, sir. Getting it, getting it, getting it well. I represent mm. Queens, but she was raised out of Brooklyn. Raised Brooklyn. Yeah, that's not like that. Next week will also be episode 22. Deuce, deuce. Deuce, deuce. 22 and 22. Owen Power. Emmett Smith. Gross. Dino Cicerelli. Ricky Henderson. That's what this list said. Oh, I thought it was 24. Clayton Kershaw. Mm. Moses Mullins. <laughs> Nobody knows that. Nobody knows that is. Are you still there? Everyone out there in Feastland? No. They they booked out about a minute and a half ago. Yeah. They're starting to get used to the pattern. I'm spent. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, once again, appreciate everybody listening. Burns, I hope you feel better. Oh, Chris Burns just texted us. Oh. Call dropped. Call. <laughs> All right. Well, well, thanks for Chris Burns tuning in. For Chris Burns, for the cowboy himself, yeah. Chris Burns, we give you all a yeehaw. No, not all of us. <laughs> not all of us. Just a couple of us. Just, just Chris Burns. Just, yeah. Uh, and for Feezy, I'm Soxy. Once again, thanks for listening. Tune in every uh, Tuesday on your platform. Download us. 8 a.m. 8 a.m. It's Feast Day. Of Spinebuster Sports. Once again, appreciate the love. More to come. Happy birthday, baby girl. Like us on Spinebuster Sports on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Spinebuster Sports. Spinebuster Sports. Hit the buttons, you nerdies. <laughs>